Yo, I missed you guys. It's your girl, Chris. So before I join Tender for research purposes, make sure that you guys are following me on Facebook at Shenanigans Podcast, on Instagram at Shenanigans underscore podcast, and on Twitter at SWFriendsPod. Okay, this week I'm solo, so it's short and sweet. Enjoy. Something bad happens in my hometown. I hate when bad people come from my hometown. Like, because it's just like, here's something fucking else. So, um, I don't watch Empire anymore, but everybody's familiar with Jesse uh, Smollett. Um, he was brutally attacked um, in Chicago. And some people might say brutal is too harsh of a word. Um, I don't feel that way, so suck it. Um, And I'm seeing a lot of divide, and I just wanted to, like, sorry to, like, start the episode like this, but I really did want to take a moment to just be like, it's a hate crime, whether you personally think that it's because he's gay or whether you personally think that it's because he's black. In all reality, it's because he's both. Um, And no matter how you want to categorize it, um, that's a fucking hate crime. Um, Everybody, anytime something like this happens or even like remotely, you know what I'm saying, having something to do with race or sexuality and, you know, people for some reason, like not minding their business and finding a problem with it. And I just, I don't know. But anyway, anytime something like this comes up, it's always interesting to see how, where people lay, you know what I'm saying? Like what side of the fence people are on? Like, you know what I mean? Like if people are strat, you know, I don't know, but, um, it's a lot of fucking black people that just really have an issue with like, with people who want to have, who want to love and have sex with whoever the fuck they want to love and have sex with. And I just don't, I just, I never understood that mentality in our community because like, what the fuck does it matter to me? Like that has nothing to do with me personally. So like, I'm not going to let it affect how I treat people around me or how I react to, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? But like, that shit is just really weird and I just hate when stuff like this happens because then I get to like see the ugly side of the black community where like they're you know like trying to make it less of something because that person is part of a community that they don't understand or that they don't quote unquote believe in but again I don't understand who the fuck asks people that don't have anything to do with stuff to have an opinion on stuff. Like, that shit is beyond me. I'll never understand it. Um, but anyway, 
Jesse was um, attacked. I, there's literally no other word for it. Um, it is a hate crime. I don't, there's no debate. Like, fight me. It's That's what it is. Um, people, the people that, I guess it was two guys or two people. I don't know. We don't know exactly yet. For a fucking city that has so much crime, I'm really having a hard time of why they have, like, the worst cameras. Like, the, like, the footage that they found so far has been, like, BS pretty much. Like, so whatever. But um, it's two people. They were yelling racial slurs, homophobic slurs. Um, they put a fucking rope around his neck. Like, I don't know what kind of calendar they're working the fuck off of, but it's 2019 and, like, Get the fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? Like, okay. So, yo, I don't even, (laughs) like, shit makes me so upset. And I just don't understand why people let stuff affect them to the point where they have to go out and do these things. The people that are not worried about them, people that, you know what I'm saying? Like, if in, in a perfect world, we would never have to fucking run into each other. Like, you go out of your stupid ass way to, like, hurt somebody like this like I mean to be honest like and I know everybody nowadays we have tough skin and all that like that to be honest the fucking racial and homophobic slurs were enough like now now we're talking about like you're fucking come on now are you kidding me like you're putting a rope around his neck like that's fucking bullshit like I can't deal I can't fucking deal with that shit um so the fact that when I think when he went to the hospital, he still had that rope around his neck. Like the fact that you guys are like sitting here, like saying it's possibly a hate crime. Like get the fuck who look at the history. Y'all is there any other group of people like, you know what I'm saying? Like known to have been traumatized that way. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that other races haven't gone through that, but I mean, seriously, like when we think of lynching, Unfortunately, we think about our history. And so, like, the fact that, again, that you guys are fucking sitting out here talking about a possibility of something, like, oh, my God, like, oh, throw the whole fucking system away. So, anyway, whatever, whatever. So, he's walking downtown, okay, just because people fucking walk downtown Chicago. Like, that's a fucking thing. Okay, so they hit him in the fucking face. They're saying it's an unknown, chem- uh, they, that the attackers poured an unknown chemical substance on him. Black people know what bleach is. Jesse said it was bleach. It was bleach, okay? So, and then they wrapped a fucking rope around his neck and then left, I guess. I don't know if he was fighting it off too much and they were just like, oh, fuck it. I don't, I don't know what happened, but he fucking got to an apartment nearby and his manager called the police. Um, when the cops came, like I said, he still had that rope around his neck. Like, the fuck out of here. He, him and his uh, manager went to the hospital themselves. Um, and then he was released later. Um, he is the one that mentioned, I think, first that the attackers yelled that this is MAGA country. At first, I thought that it was just like something being like thrown around on the internet, but turns the fuck out. It was not, and that shit was super real because he said it, like, you know, whatever. Like, I just, I have a hard time believing that he would be putting extras on such a fucking traumatic event anyway. Like, there's no need to put extras on something like this, you know what I mean? So, okay, whatever. 
So I guess the FBI is looking into it because I guess last week, um, the Fox offices in Chicago, um, they received a letter with threatening language. I'm using air quotes, um, toward Jesse and had a white powdery substance. Like I, half of the time I feel like when people be putting like white powdery substances, it just be like Coke or something like you or like baby powder. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't feel like niggas got anthrax in the fucking drawer, but that's whatever. Maybe they do. I don't know. But, um, so I guess because. So before this happened, a week prior to this happening, they get a letter threatening Jesse and now this happened on Tuesday. Um, like I said, it's a, there, he was downtown super, should be super cameraed up. Like if I recall, you know what I'm saying? Like, so the fact that these cameras that the all that they've pulled so far after almost after 24 hours or more is some grainy ass footage of just some any fucking body like walking by like that's not really helping the situation so they're still they're reaching out for people to if they know anything to say something um you know of course everybody um is reaching out to Jesse you know and saying you know he's a, like fucking he's a fucking trooper you know what i'm saying like cuz I don't even know what the fuck I would do if some shit like that happened to me. If somebody fucking threw bleach on me and fucking tried to fucking new, like put a noose around my neck. Like, listen, I don't, (laughs) I don't respond well to those kinds of things. Um, I would have probably gotten myself killed. So I'm just happy that he's okay. Um, and I hope that he continues to be okay. I hope that he's able to work through this. It's really fucking fucked up, and I'm really sorry that it happened. Um, but I guess to get back to what I was saying originally, when stuff like this happens, we're also fucking um, separated and segregated because one side doesn't want to uh, acknowledge or or have an understanding that he's uh, that he's gay, and then the other side doesn't want to acknowledge that it was a hate crime because he was black. Like, come on, guys. We have to fucking call a spade a spade if it's a fucking spade, right? So this is what it is. Um, I really hope they find this person, but more, these people, but more importantly, I just want him to be okay, like, internally, externally, like, all that jazz, so, um, yeah. And I really fucking hate it happening in my city. That shit is so embarrassing, like, cause we're, I really felt like Chicago white people were better than that. <laughs> But clearly, it doesn't matter. Okay, so, um, y'all president. Okay, listen, I'm so sick of his shit. I really am, like, how can you be the leader of this country, right? And I'm using air quotes again, guys. I'm sorry. I should have probably recorded this because when I when you hear it say like when you when I'm gonna play it back and I hear me say the leader of this country, like that seems really like that has a heavy bearing, you know what I'm saying? Like it holds a lot of weight and that's not really the case with this man. Um anyway, um Donald tweeted <laughs> on Monday <clears throat> in this beautiful Midwest wind chilled Wait, I messed it up. I did all that and I fucking cleared my throat and I still read it wrong. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay, ready? Oh, okay. In the beautiful Midwest, wind chill temperatures are reaching minus 60 degrees, the coldest ever recorded. 
he stay like trying to make sure that whatever he said is like the best of whatever he's talking about. Like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> In coming days, expecting expect it to get even colder. People can't last outside even for minutes. What the hell is going on with global warming? Please come back fast. We need you. <laughs> Listen, let's just say, guys, that we didn't know what global warming was. Or let's see. Let's say we were five and we didn't know what global warming was. I literally Googled, <laughs> like, I literally Googled, like, global warming over or like global warm or no global something like that and one of the first things that pulls up is something from the nasa uh, website and it's a kid's website guys and it says it's cold it's global warming over (laughs) and it literally in one page breaks down how (laughs) no It's not. If anything, global warming is why it's so fucking cold. (laughs) It's called Arctic Oscillation. Again, guys, I'm learning this off of climatekids.nasa.gov. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? So the fact that this man that's in the White House didn't have anybody around him, if he wasn't, if he was going to be too lazy to do it, he didn't have anybody around him to like be like, "Mm, read this tweet. Does this make fucking sense? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Niggas ain't fucking archaeologists, not fucking archaeologists, not archaeologists, that's for fucking bones and shit and like artifacts. No, I'm talking about a meteorologist. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> like, got we, everybody isn't a meteorologist. Like, so there has to be ways for regular people to understand like these things that happen. And um, that's what the internet's for. Like, like, I just don't like, what are aids for in the White House? Like, can somebody tell me? Because I feel like somebody needs to be over his Twitter account. Like, I can't keep doing this with him. And listen, so now I know what Arctic Oscillation is and he still doesn't. He's your president. Like, what is happening? So anyway, that's not true, guys. Okay. So something else important that he said in that tweet was that people can't last outside even for fifth for minutes. Um, going back to Chicago, 15 people died, y'all, in the fucking outside. They froze to death. And I'm sure that other people are freezing to death other places. Um, and instead of tweeting incorrect information and stupid fucking thoughts that you think inside of your head, like maybe for a second, you could like address the things that you're trying to sound so fucking smart about. You can't do anything about global warming coming back, stupid ass, but maybe you can figure out how to get people off of the fucking streets because it's fucking too cold because you said it was the coldest ever recorded so you know it's cold as fuck like so like what is happening like oh my god listen and then I guess Lyft was like in some places they were offering free rides to like warming shelters um for people who I'm assuming don't didn't have anywhere to go but they're fucking it's Lyft, right? So they're going to ask for credit card information. The people, if somebody needs a fucking warming place or a fucking warming center, they probably don't have a fucking credit card Lyft. Like that was so fucking stupid of you guys. Like, oh, so fucking irritating. Um, so yeah, people are fucking freezing. Your, your fucking president is tweeting incorrect information. I found out on a kid's website within 35 seconds, 
what the fuck it actually meant. It actually means it is actually supposed it's it proves that fucking global warming is a thing because it's doing that. Like <laughs> everything's shifting and changing because of it. It's it didn't go away. Like global warming isn't why the summer is the summer. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I can't. So, um, speaking of people in dire situations, because we've got the people, again, that are freezing, and that is so fucking sad. Oh, shout out to um, one of my hometown friends, Duke. Um, he made a whole bunch of fucking, like, chili and fucking put fucking oyster crackers in a fucking, in fucking mad Ziploc bags, and he went out to like people like the people that were homeless and he was like handing these like, like these hearty ass fucking meals out to these people like just trying to keep them warm so like shout out to people like him you know what i'm saying like just fucking regular people like not fucking worried about if it's a tax write off you know what i'm saying like and all that bu- other bullshit like that shit don't matter like it we people matter at the end of the day okay nothing fucking else so a lot of people are doing that with the fucking, the people that are cold, people have warming centers, all that stuff like that. And then we got to go back to the government shutdown, how people were helping, um, people there. And somebody that I found out that I didn't even realize, um, and this is after the shutdown was, um, over, well, <laughs> quote unquote over because shut ta- shut down part two, shut down 2.0 might happen, I think on the 15th or 14th of February. So I don't even know what the fuck that means. Like I legit don't know what that means anyway. So, but shout out to Nas, um, for opening up his restaurants, um, sweet chick chicken and waffle restaurants, um, and offering free meals to those who were having a hard time during the, uh, the shutdown. Um, as, um, let me see. So, and this was again, before, um, they temporarily opened it, but definitely they were, um, they were opening up their doors, like helping families get fed. Like that's the kind of shit that we need. Like all this fucking fighting and fucking dividing and all that bullshit. Get the, like that shit's for the birds. Like what it really ends up boiling down to is we've got to figure out how to preserve, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I don't know guys, but um, shout out to him. So he has four, uh, New York locations and then one in West Hollywood, California. Uh, the one in California had a nice stream of furlough workers, uh, por- uh coming in every day, showing their federal ID, receiving meals. Um, they were doing that, like I said, at all locations. Um, at least 60 people came in, um, at his Brooklyn location, uh, on Thursday, uh, f- you know what I'm saying? For a meal. So, I mean, that's, he was continuously feeding people every fucking day and your president had Big Macs and fish fillets. Listen, I'm just trying to give you guys some perspective and so you guys can understand what the fuck is happening here. Um, but shout out to Nas. Like, I had no idea that he was doing that. That's amazing. He's always in the background doing some shit. So... Yeah, I, guys, I don't, I really don't know what this fucking shutdown part two means. I don't understand. Like, I don't know what the remix is. I don't, I can't catch the beat. I don't understand. So I don't really know what else to say about it. I guess we'll just have to fucking see. Um, I mean, we all know what he wants and we all want him to go to hell. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> okay. So Buzzfeed. The people that are like super duper famous at making lists of things. 
um, is having a really hard and sloppy time laying people off. So apparently they are, um, they were laying off, I think 15% of their overall staff, but people were like at work, unsure if they were, they were going to have a job or not. And they were like releasing people in clusters, just really sloppy. And it's just really bewildering that a company or a, a brand that makes the top five and the top 10 lists of ugliest faces Taylor Swift ever made. Like the fact that they had that they fucking make lists, but they can't figure out a protocol to make sure that they're releasing people with dignity and respect. Like what is happening? Like y'all stay making lists. Like that's literally all protocol is, is a fucking list and checking it twice. Like you feel me? Like I don't understand what their fucking issue is. I feel bad. Like, cause then you think about all of the, um, the other countries and stuff like that, that they have BuzzFeed workers. So, you know, they're talking about, they're going to get, uh, everybody will know by Monday if, if you're, if you're going to stay or not. And now it's about to be Monday or it's about to be Tuesday where they are. And they still don't know. They're like, well, it's not Monday up here no more. So like, what's good? Like, and he was, he hit him with a face, a generic Facebook reply, like, oh, looking into it. Like, and never got back to them. Like, it's just real sloppy over at BuzzFeed. And I just expect it better of people that make lists and seem to have everything in order and organized. (laughs) Uh, It fucking sucks though. I'm sorry. This is the weird time to like not have a job because like. I don't understand, like, so, I don't, it's not, that's not funny, but it's just really ridiculous that the company needs to clearly get it together. (laughs) So, okay, this next thing has been, like, for real bothering me, and I have to fucking, I gotta fucking talk about it. So, you guys know B. Smith, um, and for people who don't know, um, Barbara Elaine Smith, um, but she goes by B. Smith. She's a restaurateur. She owns a bunch of restaurants. Um, she was the first, I want to say the first, yeah, the first black model to ever be on Mademoiselle magazine, um, on the cover. Um, that was in 1976. Um, what else does she do? What else does she do? Oh, she wrote some books. I want to say three or four. And she's been a television host, um, on some uh some shows like on bounce or something like that and then like the i think the channel that upn used to be or whatever but she's also made appearances on um our uh you know i'm saying our good friend fred rogers mr rogers neighborhood um and you know i'm saying like and so she's done a lot of stuff um i said four books but it's actually been three um but they've all been like recipe books and presentation like she's like a like, you know, like a restaurateur, like she really knows her shit about the food and like the way it's supposed to look and how it's presented, things like that. So anyway, um, she's been married twice. Um, this second husband, um, her business partner, um, she married him in 1992. Um, and he got a white girlfriend, (laughs) y'all. Let me back up. So she is suffering from Alzheimer's disease, right? Um, she is 69 years old um, and she has, and so she has that disease. So, you know, we all have seen the effects either personally or we've heard about them or we're aware of them. Uh, the effects that that has on a person's uh, memory and, you know what I mean? Like mental, um, uh, I don't want to say, I want to just like, 
to being able to hold and process, you know what I'm saying? And pro- hold, process and hold on to facts and information. Like that's one of the main things that you, that happens. Um, so this happened, I guess in 2013. Um, and her husband has been her, his, her primary caretaker. But now he is in a relationship with a white lady. Um, she's 53. So she's, the young kid out of this old ass family. <laughs> but so he clearly thinks this shit is cool because he's, um, oh, oh my God, I forgot to tell you guys. She lives in their house. Oh, did I not say that? Did I not say she got her own room in that lady house? Oh, I should have fucking said that. Hey guys, she has her own fucking room in that lady house. Did y'all hear me? Um, yeah. And her husband over here fucking loving this shit he talking about if if a modern family and this is us were were a sh- one show that would be our show like some stupid shit like that like um i just i guess he feels like he doesn't want the disease to define his life either and he wants to be able to move on she has the disease to the point where she sees this lady she thinks that she is her friend And sometimes they have to reintroduce her. He says that he's told B. Smith that that's his girlfriend, but she just doesn't hold on to the information. I'm not going to fucking speculate if, or if that's true or not. His track record from just this situation seems like it's not true, but (laughs) that's none of my business. But what I do have a problem with is making something like this okay because let's just stop and think about this for just a quick second right let's say that it was her and she was taking care of him and he had alzheimer's and would it be okay for her to move a nigga in the house i mean like really think about that how terribly would she have gotten dragged by any and everybody right because you are supposed to honor your husband and all this stupid shit and blah, 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 whatever. But I'm telling y'all guys, I'm telling you guys, if it would have been the other way around, people would have been talking so much shit about her for having the nerve to have moved a man into that house, into that man's house, right? While he's sick like that. Men have become paralyzed. They've had strokes, heart attacks for days. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, I've never seen it or I, 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 don't, I never, I don't feel like it would ever be a situation where somebody would be like, now that's cool that she got another dude in the house. Cause like, it's a lot to take care of that nigga. Like nobody ever says that to a woman. No one ever says it's a lot to take care of. You know, you know what I'm saying? Nobody ever says that to a woman when it's a, when it's the man. But now we're going to justify why it's okay for him because this is because being the primary fucking caretaker is too much. Get the fuck out of here, yo. So listen, so they have a daughter. It's not actually her daughter. It's his daughter. And she's moved back in the house. So now it's B. Smith, her husband, his girlfriend, 
and his daughter in this house, right? So the daughter is pretty much taking care of her now, taking care of B. Smith now, I guess. So her fucking husband, her fucking dad can go fucking hump on this lady. And I don't understand what's happening, but why won't he just leave her? Why why doesn't he just, I mean, that sounds really cruel, but I don't know that this is a better solution. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't. I just don't like it. And I think what rubbed me the wrong way is that when this first came out, he posted a picture of him and his girlfriend and he wrote, hate it or love it. You could debate it, but I'm feeling great. Like, and then hashtag why lie? Like, okay, first of all, old people, stop fucking using hashtags. Like, kill yourself. Don't kill yourself. But you know what I'm saying? Like, chill on that shit. That shit is not, that's for the young people. So, yeah. Okay, whatever. So... I, I think that's what rubbed me the wrong way. It's like, why are you talking like this? Like, like you on some, like, pimp shit now. Like, now you think this shit is, like, cute. Like, get the fuck out of here. I just really hope that... I just hope that she's okay. Because um, that shit is real... That shit is real shady. And I don't like that shit. And I don't know... Like I said, if it was fucking turned the other way, I just really don't think that people would be... I don't think it would, I don't think he would have been, I don't think that she would have felt as comfortable as he felt comfortable to just flaunt that shit like this. That's all I'm saying. Moving on. (laughs) So, uh, Robin, is it Thede or Thede? I think it's Robin Thede. So Robin Thede, uh, we, I know her from the fucking daily. Is it the, oh, the fucking daily show? Yeah, the daily, the fucking daily show. Daily show and shit, um. And, um, I, she was on the rundown on BET, um, and ended up getting canceled, but now she's about to be in a show, um, or she's created a show, I should say, and, uh, Issa Rae is directing it, and anything Issa touches, like, I just, I live for it, so, um, it's called a Black Lady Sketch Show, and that's pretty much what the fuck it's gonna be, like, it's literally gonna be that, um, they're gonna be, uh, narrative sketches performed by core cast of black women, um, inclu- including Robin, as well as celebrity guests. <clears throat> they're saying that they're going to be black women as writers and directors. So they don't have a premiere date, but it looks like it's about to be hella black. So I'm with it. I'm I'm really happy that it's going to be on HBO because that's going to, I know that it's going to open her audience up a lot. Um, I, <sighs> BET still has like a really bad stigma of ha- just having like really not great stuff. So I'm glad that she got her foot, you know, in, in regards to like being the main person in the show. Um, but I'm glad that she's going to be on a, on a channel that'll be able to give her more range, you know what I mean? And, and, and more visibility. So I'm with that. Um, BET just needs to like, fucking get it. <clears throat> I know that they're trying with that Lena, uh, that Lena show, uh, the reboot of Boomerang or whatever as a show. I know they're trying, but like, it's just, it's a lot of fucking years and years and years of stigma of just trash ass shit. And then anytime BET got something, they made it trash and ruined it. Like, so they just, in order for anything to thrive on BET, I just need, I just think they got to do a whole fucking re, a fucking, a fucking rehaul, like of the whole shit. So I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but like I said, I'm glad that Robin's on HBO. That'll give her a lot more freedom and like I said fucking more exposure and that's all anybody ever wants right huh okay so 
I know you guys heard that intro, and I know it's not you. It's not as fucking booty popping as all my intros normally are, but it's because I am crying out to another Robin, Robin Fenty, Rihanna, listen, boo. First of all, happy third anniversary on Anti, okay? For sure, because I fucking, that is my shit, okay? Absolutely. Here's the thing, though, boo. It's um, 2019. That was three years ago. That's why Anti turned three years old. <laughs> so, um, damn, bitch, can we have some more music, though? Like, oh, my God. Like, we know, girl, you the Avon lady. It's bomb. I love it. I live for it. Um, bitch, I know that you make panties and shit. Okay, Victoria's Secret, I see you, girl. But, like, can we, can we have some more music, por favor? Like, Girl, like, you gonna make me anti-myself to death, and again, I'm not complaining, so, like, please don't take this as, like, hostility, because I love you, girl, but, like, get your shit together. Like, I remember back in December, they were saying it was supposed to be released at the end of this month, and, girl, that's tomorrow, and I ain't heard nothing, so I just need some more music, like... You don't understand, like, if you want to make your radio shit and then make the shit that we love, like, make it a double disc, girl. Like, live your life, but give it to us. <laughs> so, my intro music this week, and again, um, oh, guys, if um, you, guys, you guys are on Spotify, make sure that you guys follow the Shenanigans playlist. It's the Shenanigans playlist, exclamation points. Um, because every week I update the playlist with the new, the music of the week. So this week it's going to be the Rihanna song. So maybe if we all play this episode really loud, maybe she'll hear it and she will do the right thing and release it. I'm not sure if it's going to work, but I say we do it anyway (laughs) to get my numbers up. Let's just all do it. Like, no, I'm just kidding. But no, because girl, I need new music. And that's it. And that's all. And we're moving on, Robin. I love you, girl. <laughs> um. Okay. So you guys know that you shouldn't like eat food that's not properly stored. <laughs> I know you guys are like, bitch, obviously. But that's the thing is that um, a new um, they are bringing up a food poisoning case um, again um, back. It's in, it happened in San Francisco. Um, they're bringing it back because they're trying to, like, find more information about this bacteria um, that causes this. So in 2008, a 20 year old student died after eating leftover spaghetti. So. Um, they thought that, um, he became sick eating the spaghetti five days because, wait, oh, he ate it five days after it was made. So they're, they get, they are, they're estimating that by the time that he digested it, it was already five days old. Okay. The, the report that they wrote on, they put it in like a medical journey, uh, journal. And so in that report, they said that the spaghetti was stored at room temperature before it was microwave and heated. Okay, guys, we know to put stuff in the refrigerator, right? 
Like, I know he's 20, but, like, do me a favor. Like, while our kids are still small, like, can we be telling them to put things in the refrigerator so they don't go to college and, like, kill themselves? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is real basic stuff that I thought everybody knew. But, again, I'll continue. Um, so, anyway. <laughs> so, um, according to the report, um, I'm not going to get into the details of how he ended up dying, but it was a lot of diarrhea. <laughs> A lot of, um, abdominal pain and, um, yeah, vomit. And then he finally fell asleep. And the next morning his parents were concerned because he didn't get up and they went into his room and he was dead, y'all. So according to the report, it was a major amount of bacillus cereus which is a food poisoning organism and it was found in the samples of the pot the leftover spaghetti okay cool guys i have to tell you guys how hard i was like please don't mess this shit up don't say that shit the wrong way bacillus serious i'm sorry i'm just so proud of myself i need to say it like hey hey <laughs> Okay, so anyway, so that was in the spaghetti, right? And um, they are bringing this back to life because they want to do more research on it to find out, um, you know, like for real what happened. Like there's a YouTube video that the doctor put uh, put on to like kind of take you through what happened. Pretty much it was like liver failure and he just fucking died. So, but the, the takeaway that they want you to take away from this is the fact that you should be making sure that you are putting your, I'm sorry, I'm laughing. It's just like, I didn't know that we had to tell people this. Guys, put your fucking food in the refrigerator. If you don't eat it, put it in the refrigerator. That's literally what they they fucking created refrigerators for. Like, imagine how many cavemen died like this. Like, because there weren't fucking refrigerators. Like, and if they didn't die from eating it, they died because they didn't have it because of fucking jaguar or something. I don't even know. Not a jaguar, a saber-toothed tiger. <laughs> Whatever fucking animals were around then, they would just fucking take it from them and they would eat it first. Like, so guys, I don't understand why we're not utilizing the things that God puts on people's hearts to create for us. <laughs> God touched somebody and was like, yo, B, we need to fucking, ref- we need to put, we need a fucking box that keeps shit cold so niggas don't die of bacillus serious. And he said, bloop, and put it in somebody's head. And that guy or whoever made the fucking refrigerator. And that's literally where you're supposed to put that fucking spaghetti, Johnny. Like, oh my God, his name wasn't Johnny, y'all. I'm just, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so guys, put your fucking spaghetti in the refrigerator and all your other foods. Like, don't, I feel like, I feel like I shouldn't have had to tell, had to say that out loud. But now that I feel like, Now I feel like I have to say it's not just spaghetti. Like, put all foods in the refrigerator, guys. (laughs) Oh, my God. What the fuck? These are the children. They are our future. (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay. It is that time. It's time for the one-up of the week. Listen, I'm going to keep this... Something happened to me this week, y'all, and I gotta tell you. And I'm not gonna like get super into the deets. <laughs> Just know that the deets are juicy. But um, long story short, guys, don't play karma. 
because you'll just end up playing yourself. Like, listen, when you don't mind your business, the universe knows that you're not minding your business. And when you go out of your way trying to hate on people and you go out of your way to try to bring somebody down or, you know what I'm saying? All you do is you're setting yourself up for fucking downfall. And I'm trying to speak through the laughter, bitch, because that's what the fuck you get, okay? Like, and that's that. You shouldn't, you don't fucking, don't be out here being messy with people that you shouldn't be messy with. That's all I'm going to say. Karma is a fucking bitch. And that shit comes back way faster nowadays. (laughs) Like niggas got like FedEx turnaround on this karma shit. You feel me? So guys, don't play around with stuff like because karma takes notes. And when karma takes notes, they're in Sharpie. And when they're in Sharpie, they stick. And when they stick, (laughs) the universe comes back and it shits on you. So guys, that's what, that's my fucking one for the week. Mind your business, stay in your lane. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening to episode 24 next week. Actually for the next few weeks, I've got some like super dope guests planned and I'm so excited 2019 is just like really coming out dope as fuck so far like all of the relationships that I've tried to forge last year like they're really coming to fruition and I'm like I'm super with this this is so great and I'm just so much fucking good energy um and I hope that when you guys are listening to me you guys get that good energy too um thank you guys so much for listening this is so fun and I love it so okay guys bye see you next week mwah